Welcome to Enrichment Today podcast, hosted by Dr. Amy Christine Blancet. This podcast covers topics to build stability and find tranquility in your life. Join us to discuss topics to improve your financial health, change your limiting beliefs, improve your wellness, and so much more, all to increase your self-sufficiency. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow the Enrichment Today podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and follow the Drew Lewis Foundation on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You can also check us out on our websites, enrichmenttoday.org and drewlewis.org. Now sit back, relax, and learn to break some crayons with us. Welcome to another edition of Podcast Today. I'm Dr. Amy Blancet. I'm faculty at Missouri State, and I'm the CEO of the Drew Lewis Foundation. Today we're switching the format of our podcast, and we're inviting one of our community partners to discuss with us the importance of the collaboration that we do here at the Drew Lewis Foundation. So today we have an individual from the library who is going to share with me the importance of what it means to have libraries in our communities. Go ahead and introduce yourself today. All right, thank you. My name is Allison Eckhart and I'm the Outreach Services Manager for the Springfield Green County Library District. And we do lots of different things with the library. We've even had um, what we call that's kind of down the sidewalk. What do we call it? The story walk. The story walk to where we have different stories that are on large, uh, you know, kind of poster boards that are put in the ground and it's awesome to watch families. We peek out our windows and watch as the community engages in a story during walkable moments um, or as they're coming as a family to different things we offer here at the Fairbanks. So having a connection with your library and knowing what your library is doing in a community can be so important and finding ways to connect and support. So today we want to talk about, I mean, the idea that we have about a library, or at least when I did growing up, was um, you check a book out, maybe the bookmobile, you know, was out in the community, but I had no idea what the library does and what it means for a community way beyond checking out books. So share with us, what all is it that a library does for a community? All right. First of all, Many people, like you said, think about the library as being just about books. And while that is true, there's so much more. Um, libraries can offer a free access to a wealth of information for families. And the one great thing about public libraries is that it offers a level playing field. We offer services to all individuals. We serve all ages, income levels, all locations in our communities, all ethnicities, and people of all physical abilities. Everyone is welcome in a public library. And libraries also provide a full range of information resources, not only books, though we do have books as well. So one of the things that, the first kind of experience that I had where I realized as a professional that the library could offer more was um, beginning to look at launching a nonprofit and the idea that in the nonprofit world, there's grant writing and there's all these grants that are if you will, kind of under these hidden levels and you have to have the right equipment or you have to pay to have access to these databases. Do you, can you share with us a little bit about the grant opportunities for listeners who might be looking for grants on how the library partners uh, with those services? All right. Um, we have uh, library staff that are trained and to use the resources that we offer. Our library district has at least 55 different databases. Those are both educational and entertaining type of databases for our public to use. 
with your library card. You have access to all of that information. And we also have the staff that are trained to show you how to use all the databases. You can have your questions answered and uh, all the additional resources uh, that we have available at the public library. Yeah, it was awesome to kind of go to this area and have an individual sit down with me and ask me state and county and topics. Um, it just was such a pleasant experience walking in as a new individual in the nonprofit world to learn about these databases and the friendliest staff as well. So I always love being able to go in the library um, and find those. One of the other things that um, I've started using over the last year, especially during COVID of wanting access and resources, but not being able to get to it, um, was that I learned that a lot of public libraries have an online system to where you can go and check out. And I believe ours is called Hoopla. That's one of the products that we offer online. We have a wealth of information on our website uh, that you can access with your library card. Uh, go to our library web address, thelibrary.org. Which was brilliant for Springfield to be able to get that uh, website right up front. Right, we were very fortunate to have an IT director that kept his eye on that web address and we were able to snatch it up when it became available. So it's easy to use for marketing, um, and it's easy for people to find. So our online products, um, and you were mentioning the Hoopla product, and that's one of our downloadable streaming products that we have available. If you go to our website, it should be easy to find on the website. Scroll down the, the main page and you'll find the downloadable and streaming sources. But our Hoopla products are um, books, eBooks, audiobooks, movies, films, just a lot of uh, pieces of, or a lot of tools that people can borrow free of charge with their library card. The products are things that we buy for the customers um, that use our library services. In addition to the Hoopla product, um, which is a streaming, um, streaming materials that you can, uh, any number of people can use at the same time. We also use a product called Overdrive. Some people may use the, um, Portal Libby, and that's the same product. It's Libby by Overdrive. Also offers ebooks, audiobooks, videos, and magazines. Those are all uh, available to our customers if you have internet access. We also have a product for our younger people, which is called Tumble Books Library, and that is free books, videos um, for children, very young children through school age. And there's fiction, nonfiction, movies, films, games. Um, all of those things are available also through our website. Awesome. So yeah, I'm using Hoopla to learn Spanish, and so it's awesome to have the ebook. Is uh, reading Spanish and hearing Spanish are two very different tools, uh, and so having those kinds of resources, um, if you're not using your local library resources, you are missing out. There's so many ways to educate yourself, become engaged with different things, uh, and especially during these times of COVID, as we're trying to kind of get reconnected or find ways to entertain ourselves. Right. Um, you don't have to go to the physical library to still use these amazing resources. So make sure you go to their website and, and look at those. Um, and if you have any questions about Hoopla, chat with me because I'm, I, I probably, if I looked at my time, you know how now our phones track how much time you spend right. on it. Um, that would be one of my high consuming uh, <laughs> times in a great educational way. 
Thank you for listening to Enrichment Today, brought to you by the Drew Lewis Foundation. At the Drew Lewis Foundation, we educate, empower, and support underserved families through personalized programs and coaching to increase the quality of life and build resilient communities. If you like Enrichment Today, make sure to follow Enrichment Today and Drew Lewis Foundation on social media. And now, back to the show. So one of the other things, the Drew Lewis Foundation, obviously we focus on underserved um, populations. And when we talk about education, Wi-Fi access, those types of barriers become really important. Um, so you can share, about, share with us a little bit about why sustaining our libraries is so important to the community at whole, but also uh, with individuals who maybe don't have access to those resources in their home. Okay, first of all, uh, the library resources are available for the public to use for free. They're not free resources though, they are supported by the taxpayers in our county. So we are very fortunate to have a, a uh, large enough population and provide uh, good funding so that we're able to provide the resources to our customers. Libraries not only offer materials for people to check out or use online, uh, library buildings themselves are community spaces. They're uh, accessible to everyone in the community, not only as a place to come and find your library materials, but they also offer um, shelter, a place to be for some of our population that, need, that are unsheltered. And so they're able to come into these environments that become learning centers, um, employment centers. There are a lot of resources that people can access to to gain employment and strengthen their employment skills and also community centers for some of our under-resourced or underserved populations in our community. Libraries provide um, internet access, computers, printers, all of those types of things that maybe people don't have access to at home and they can come and use those for free in the library as well. We have a lot of programming both for entertainment, but also um, educational type programming for, for people to participate in. Our library has a um, technology center, the Edge Technology Center, located at the Midtown Branch Library, offers free computer training, one-on-one um, -on -one computer assistance. People can make an appointment with a library staff person and have them walk through and explain some pieces of technology that maybe they don't understand and we have library staff that you can ask specific questions of. So it doesn't have to be uh, you know, just about books, it can be about other resources that we have in our community. And so we are there to serve our public, provide um, connections within our communities, and that's why the partnerships that we work with in our community are so valuable for us. We want to be informed so that we could share that information with our customers as well. Absolutely. And there are a great network of different resources making sure that individuals have access to books. Um, we've also worked on having the, a little library here that's um, you know kind of a take as you will. And it's been great to be able to then connect with having the bookmobile and, and all kinds of resources to make sure that we're even bringing the library to this neighborhood, that we're helping the public know about it and increase the awareness of things that are available. Um, I've also given presentations and been to presentations at the library. So having that community meeting space. Um, I remember my daughter 
was joining a volleyball team and the volleyball team was, you know, even using one of the corner, you know, spaces as their office because they didn't have an office. And so, yeah, there's lots of different ways that the community interacts and engages. And so it's so important, you know, you mentioned our tax dollars. It's a resource that we're paying for, but it's such a valuable resource that if you're using it, um, you definitely are getting those dollars back. And so knowing about those resources and keeping our libraries, you know, again, you know, I mentioned Hoopla and the idea, well, can't I access any information I want simply by using a search engine? And our libraries, as you mentioned, are so much more than that in a community for underserved populations, but also for individuals. I've also been mom who was really tired of staring at my own four walls and just needed a place to take the kids on a Saturday and to go and see these fun learning experiences or just to let the kids grab a book and go into the kid area and get cozy and, you know, sit and read and those types of things. So, you know, really valuable. Um, And so that space, the Wi-Fi and the access to an entire community is just so important that we continue to be aware, use them and support those resources. So um, are there any upcoming events when we talk about our own local library here in Greene County that um, we can share with our listeners who are local um, as we're coming kind of out of COVID and getting back into public spaces? All right. Well, we are, um, and I I should have mentioned this early on, most people probably are aware of our library district in the community, but just for those that aren't, we do have 10 library branches oh, in our community. I was not, actually, I was not aware that there were 10. Okay, yeah, we have 10 libraries. We have five um, library branches here in Springfield and five out in the county, Ashgrove, Willard, Fairgrove, Stratford, and Republic. And then we also have our bookmobile that you've mentioned yeah. a couple of times. Our bookmobile has 26 different locations. Those stops primarily are reaching... Um, neighborhoods that people have barriers to use in the library, so maybe it's transportation, um, maybe uh, physically they're not able to to get to the branch library easily, so we provide that small library stop in those neighborhoods. And we also have another service, Walking Books, which is a home delivery program for people with physical limitations of all ages that cannot get to the public library or have have, um, maybe physical restrictions that make it difficult to use the traditional library. So that's another way that people can access our library services. And then the the book collections at a variety of locations that we provide at um, different facilities, people, residential facilities or places that people come in. We have books here at the Fairbanks in the coffee shop. Uh, We also have books at, you know, even the jury room or the blood donation centers as well as nursing homes. Those are things, ways that we can make books accessible to people wherever they go. Um, the library staff, as you mentioned, and hopefully people, people also feel that our library staff are friendly and helpful. They are a, a way to provide um, good, reliable, fact-based information um, to our community, uh, help people navigate what they find on the internet. It's easy to Google something, but we all, know or should know that that's not the most reliable way to get factual information. Or sometimes it's paralysis by the volume of information you can get online and then write what of it is actually um, reputable. So having that access to quality information is really important. Right. So going back to your 
original question, some of the things coming up, we are slowly introducing in-person programming at the libraries. Uh, we have had uh, some of our staff are more comfortable than others doing the in-person programming. We have been doing a lot of Zoom programs. A lot of things are available uh, still online. We're still doing virtual story times. Library staff will start introducing those, I think, more in the spring. Um, some of our public programs that we've been offering have also been a hybrid program, so we have been doing virtual and in-person programming. So a lot of those programs are also available on our website if, you, if people are not comfortable going to the in-person programs. A couple of fun things that are coming up um, real soon, the beginning of December. Every year we sponsor a holiday store and our library gift shop um, buys things all year long for children to be able to go in and buy inexpensive gifts for their families. And so we'll have those stores uh, the first starting the first week in December. Information is our, on our website about those locations. But it's a, it's a kind of an economical way for families to take their children shopping um, and the kids can come out with some good gifts for their families. And so those, those things will be coming up as well as um, some other um, programming, especially our local history department provides a lot of programming. We've got a fantastic local history and genealogy program um, through our public library. So check that out. And as things are evolving um, with the situation in our communities, Always check on our website under our programs or call or check with your library staff to see if new programs have been added. Excellent. You guys also have a, a program, if you will, that comes out. Is that a <clears throat> quarterly one or that, that kind of lets us know what's going on in the community? Right. Our bookends publication comes out quarterly. Our next edition will be for the winter quarter, December, January, and February, and it should be coming out um, later this month. Our um, Technology Center also puts out a calendar of free computer classes, and that actually just came out today, and that also runs on the quarter. So it's for December, January, February. So look for those at your public libraries. Um, also the schedule and the actual bookends um, PDF is online as well. Excellent. So I want to wrap up today, which is something maybe we should have kicked off with. Um, we're mentioning how public libra libraries are so important to our communities and uh, how we should engage with them. Let's reverse and talk about what is the mission of our local library and how long has it been kind of an incorporated piece of Springfield? Okay, our library district uh, plans started back in 1903, so we've been here for more than a century. Um, the original library, or the first library opened in 1905. They started planning in 1903 and it opened with 700 books with a grant through the Andrew Carnegie um, Foundation for, of $50,000, and that's what started our library district. Um, we had libraries, um, programming and services grew from that time, and our library, a lot of people don't realize, we used to have a county library system and a city library, city library system. And in 1971, those two districts systems merged forming the Springfield Green County Library District. And so since then, our programs have only grown. We've added new libraries and new services. Um, some of the uh, new ser newest services that we offer is our Library Express West, which is a 24-hour kiosk, which is located on our West Chestnut Expressway. And that provides 24-hour library 
access. People can pick up holds. They can also browse the small collection that's in that vending machine and also return uh, materials there. We are in the process of having ordering a second kiosk machine, which um, we are in the final phases of, of looking at a spot to um, place that probably on the east side of town. So that's another new innovative way that like people can access library materials here in our county. That is awesome. Um, so can you wrap us up today? What is the mission of the Springfield Green County Library? Our mission is building stronger communities by enabling lifelong learning and enrichment. And the vision for our district is to have a thriving library that's an integral part of the lives of the community. And we have a lot of plans, programming, and services that we hope provide that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know here at the Fairbanks with the Drew Lewis Foundation, we definitely appreciate having this, this connection, this concept of collaboration. And in their mission, you know, it says that lifelong learning and enrichment. And so couldn't end better on a better term with our podcast called Enrichment Today. Make sure that you're connected with your local library. If uh, you figured that was something from grade school and you haven't been back, uh, I definitely challenge you to think about ways that you can connect, ways that you can support your local library. It means a lot to your community and it means so much to the individuals who do use it. So I want to thank my guest today, Allison, for coming in and talking about the empowerment um, and the importance that the libraries provide for all individuals. And we look forward to having you listen to us again. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Enrichment Today podcast. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit our websites, enrichmenttoday.org and drewlewis.org. Until next time, remember to break some crayons.